Bacon, Franklin, Moss, Style, All Weed, Chocolate, Craven, Chocolate, Trees, Checking, Pants, Checking, Seeds, Sipping, Herbal Tea, and Fight for Minstrel, Equa, Series, Hey, hey, Cheese. Hey, hey, Cramps, hey. You're now tuned in to the Kick Cramps Ass Podcast with your host, Brittany Walker, advocating for mutual equity, period poverty, and wound wellness. New episodes on Menstruation Monday. Hey, happy menstruation Mondays, everybody. Welcome to the Kit Cramps Ass Podcast, where I am your host, Brittany Walker, coming through on Monday, May 8th, for some more gems for you today. Again, guys, this podcast is all about fighting for menstrual equity, combating period poverty, and healing through wound wellness. So we're going to go ahead and get started. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about helpful hints. That is actually the first chapter in our NNG's formula to kick cramps as a blueprint to naturally get rid of menstrual cramps. So that is what we will be talking about today. I have 13, it's my lucky number, but 13 helpful hints that I want to go through today. Just go into more details that could be helpful for you as you conquer your menstruation journey. All right, so we always like to get off the podcast episode with the I Am series. I Am is the acronym for Inspiration, Affirmations, and Manifestations, which is a power statement that we like to encourage for you to utilize on a daily basis multiple times throughout the day. So for today, the I Am power statement is, I am open to trying alternative techniques in order to heal my womb in the most natural way possible. Ashe. The book of the day, again, we're going to be going through NNG's formula to kick cramps ass. If you're on Spotify or YouTube, you can see the video. If not, um, this is audio on all the other platforms. So I will be putting the information in the description of the bio. All right, guys. So the tea of the day, I'm always going to be sipping on some tea throughout each episode. And we are sipping on our cramp elixir. It is available on our website, but it has a slew of different herbs that are really essential for your womb healing. So we have ras red raspberry leaf, hibiscus, nettles, calendula, motherworth, mugwort, chash uh, tree berry. We have vervain. We have a washaganda, ginger, turmeric, and cinnamon, just to name some of them. We also have some orange peel and some lemon peel to give it a nice citrusy flavor for you. So we hope that you enjoy. So let me go ahead and take a sip. Again, if you're on video, you can see that I have this chrysocolla tea diffuser that you could put the herbs in that is also available on our website. And I will put the information in the description of this bio. So let's definitely go ahead and get started with our 13 hints. So I am going to be reading the first chapter. Guys, it's only a few pages long. It's going to be a really quick read. And then I just wanted to go into more detail about each hint. So to kick off, I did, um, again, if you can see the video, I'm showing to the screen on Spotify, YouTube. If not, I have um, in this book, it's a mix between my case studies and then being a scientist from um, being a 
plant-based nutritionist and having a biology professor background, I definitely included information from other researchers and other case studies and other um, medical and clinical journals that are reputable. So the first resource today is dysmenorrhea seems to be associated with late or early menarche, prolonged and heavier than normal menstrual flow, low body weight, and body mass index, inadequate physical exercise, genetic predisposition, active and passive cigarette smoking, low social, I'm sorry, low socioeconomic status, diet, stress, and mental illness. So again, they're saying that chronic cramps can contribute to any one of those things, or those things are factors that are making dysmenorrhea so prevalent. Again, guys, dysmenorrhea is heavy menstrual cramps. It's a diagnosis that you could be given by a physician, an OBGYN, for somebody that's suffering from heavy menstrual cramps each month. So to go ahead and get started, before outlining the exact steps I take to ensure a painless menstrual cycle, I would like to provide some helpful tips Setting the expectations is key and will ultimately help you if you choose to go on this journey. So again, guys, if you're going to start this process and start following the formula, patience is key. Nothing happens overnight, okay? Nothing happens overnight. Just like it took you many years to accumulate a specific diagnosis or to start having specific health issues, it can take a significant amount of time to do the reversal when you are going a holistic route. But just know, even though it's going to take more time and it can be frustrating through the process, it is going to be much more rewarding because you don't have added chemicals and added um, things in your body like foreign objects or anything that can really hinder you through your journey of life and throughout your remaining menstrual cycles that you may receive in this lifetime. So the very first tip is be patient. Hard work pays off, and this is not a fast journey. Most individuals want instant gratification, but when you transition to holistic practices, the natural route takes longer than expected. We must be realistic that it took years for these symptoms and diagnoses to develop, so it will take time to reverse the damage. It took me a year to reduce symptoms significantly. So speaking of the second tip, so before we go into the second tip, guys, it took time for me to start actually seeing a real difference. Even being plant-based, I started this journey almost seven years ago, um, this upcoming summer in August. So even now, seven years later, there are things that are not even associated with menstruation, but other health issues that I've mentioned to you guys before that I have, like eczema, um, things of that sort, that still I'll have flare-ups, I'll have things that go on, and I just have to be mindful, what did I put more in my body? Am I stressing out a bit more? Is it the air quality when I'm outside exercising? But typically, it has to do with something that I put in my body, so maybe I put too much of something that my body was rejecting, some type of chemical or toxin. Um, or even a nutrient because um, just like how you could be malnutritious and not have enough nutrients in your body, you could overdose um, and have too much nutrition in your or too many uh, vitamins and minerals in your body and you need to maybe take a step back and not put so much in. So those are things that you have to be mindful of. The second tip, trust the process. When doubt or fear surfaces, be sure to stay positive and remember there is a greater prize for following through with your plan of action. 
every menstruator's body is different. So take the time. I apologize. Every menstruator's body is different. So the time it may take for the formula to start working will vary case by case. Some people think that this is going to be an instant situation where, okay, I follow this formula for a week and then I'm going to see instant results. Or I follow this formula for a month and I'm going to see instant results. Based off of what your body actually has going on, it could take a little longer for you to see results. So I always recommend wait at least a minimum of 60 to 90 days before you start seeing realistic change. And not saying that everything will be reversed in those days, but you could start seeing a significant difference. For instance, within my first two months, I started noticing that I wasn't bleeding for eight, nine, ten days at a time. I started bleeding only five days. I also started noticing that my flow was different. Instead of me being heavy my first four or five days, I was only heavy my first one or two days. So little things like that are going to help you cat or catapult you into achieving your goal. It takes baby steps. So you got to think it's going to be um, milestones that you meet along the way or sub goals that you're accomplishing along the way to get to the end goal. So don't get discouraged if all of your symptoms are not automatically reversing within a small or significant amount of time. It's going to take some time, guys. Helpful tip number three, soak up some sun. The natural form of vitamin D will aid in not only regulating your body temperature, but providing your body with nutrients that will improve your pain, mood, and managing your body weight. You will hear a lot of people say how deadly the sun can be to you, but the sun is actually very, very instrumental in our body's development, the maintenance, um, even repair. If we have issues going on in our body, Sun is the only natural form of vitamin D. A lot of cancers, a lot of cysts, especially like uterine cancers and ovarian cysts that are developed frequently, fibroids, it's a lack of vitamin D in your body. Okay, so you will see that if you have developed cancer or um, if somebody says, hey, you know, we need to do some screening on you, you know, maybe your white cell count is off a bit. If you increase the vitamin D in your body, it is going to be a significant change in your body and it's going to be very crucial for you avoiding certain chronic illnesses that have hindered our culture. Helpful tip number four, be mindful of medications. I did not take any medication for over two years before my cramps completely went away. Be aware that if you are on prescribed medication, the ingredients may be contributing to cramps and inflammation. So um, if you have listened to me before, if you have gone to previous workshops, I am a big advocate of um, not utilizing Western medicine. Um, I am a firm believer that there are a lot of medications that make you chemically dependent on them and that actually hinders your process. So for instance, um, I was on several medications throughout my menstrual journey before I started doing all of this reversal. I mentioned to you guys before, bipolar 2 disorder, type 2 diabetes, um, chronic allergies, ovarian cysts, um, even taking the medication for um, the heavy menstrual cramps. Things of those sort, those chemicals that are, are actual ingredients that are in the medications are actually contributing to worse uterine health 
issues, a lot of fibroids, a lot of cysts are developed based off of different medications that you're putting into your body. It also, certain medications um, throw off your mood. So you not being, having a stabilized mood during your cycle, your hormones are up and down. Um, you might be having headaches and other um, reverse side effects. So maybe um, like heat flashes and things of that sort. So you might want to check into the medication that you're using and be more mindful to actually look up every single ingredient that makes up that medication. Just because the doctor prescribes it to you does not mean that that's going to be the best thing for you. Why? Because in order for the medical industry to continue thriving and in order for pharmacists to stay in employment, they're going to tell you what they need to tell you to keep Big Pharma going. They're going to tell you what medications are going to be helpful for you, even though they might have not been properly studied or we have legitimate case studies on them to see what those medications will realistically do to our bodies years from now. For instance, the IUD, although it is a popular form of birth control, there are many people that have issues with getting pregnant once they're ready to after they remove the IUD from the body because the amount of estrogen and progesterone I'm sorry progesterone that is being removed or inserted in your body it is destroying the lining of your uterus so once the lining of your uterus is destroyed that can um, cause infertility issues and future complications if you are able to move forward with getting pregnant so again you want to be mindful of the medication you're putting in your body um, I personally stopped taking birth control because I did research and saw that the birth control that I was currently taking at that time and past forms of birth control that I had tried were not beneficial especially for women of color as it was destroying different forms of DNA and structures in our body that was not going to be conducive when we were ready to actually conceive. So you want to be mindful of these things. Again, just like how we talked about the food that you eat, just because somebody gives you a medication or a recommendation doesn't mean that A, you can't get a second form of opinion, but also B, that you need to do the research yourself. You need to read your label. You need to see what is included in that medication. And if it doesn't have the ingredients listed, you can actually go look up these medications online. You can go to, um, for instance, shout out to Dr. Ashley Wade. She has a, um, a pharmacy consulting company. I can put her information in the description of this bio. You can go see other pharmacists or get a second opinion. And again, know what you're putting into your body and just don't believe like, okay, just because the doctor told me so, then that's going to resolve it. Because guess what? Doctors are human and they make mistakes as well. And they're not thoroughly educated on what those medications can realistically do to you, especially for these newer medications that just came out and we don't have realistic studies. And coming off of me just doing a health equity um, workshop, we studied the book Medical Apartheid by Harriet A. Washington, where it discussed that a lot of experimentation has been done on people of color since plantation days and birth control and uh, reproduction control and things of that sort was very prevalent in that book. So I'm very mindful of what I put into my body because guess what? The womb is what's going to cause us to continue to procreate and to produce life in this world. And if there's a way to hinder that, especially when it comes to specific cultures or specific situations or even just population control because of so many people being in the world, those are things that we realistically need to be mindful of and don't think that it's just some random conspiracy theory. All right, guys, so moving forward, tip number five, stay 
hydrated. The more water, tea, and freshly squeezed juice you consume during your cycle, the better as it reduces discomfort and PMS symptoms by replenishing the fluids that the body is releasing. Again, guys, I mentioned freshly squeezed juice. So not juice made from concentrate, not the juice that's easily that you can go inside of a grocery store and grab. We need fresh squeezed juice. And if you don't have a juicer or have the accessibility to make fresh squeezed juice at home, I know it could be expensive to go out and purchase it. Just be mindful of if you can't make an actual juice, then try to take those seeded fruits, not fruits that are not, no seeds in it, seeded fruit, because those are actual real fruits that were not man-made in a lab. Believe it or not, food is being produced in a lab that is not as nutritious as people think. So again, seeded fruits, you could take all of those seeded fruits and put them in a blender and actually make a smoothie with them if you don't have accessibility to a blender because you are in the process of fighting period poverty yourself then eat those fruits whole consume them whole in the form that they're in and they're going to be helpful for you when it comes to water a reputable source of water be mindful of these different water companies you could do your research to see which water companies add a lot of chemicals into their water for instance i personally won't drink um water like dasani dasani is very popular you actually see dasani in like major stadiums sporting events things of that sort but dasani has a lot of chemicals in the water that are not conducive for the human body so things that you want to do research on your own all right guys Step number six, I am not a doctor. However, I am a plant-based nutritionist, a former biology professor, and a retired chef who lives by this formula, and it works for me. If you have pre-existing diagnosis, I can understand your concerns, so practice what you feel most comfortable with. Again, guys, I'm not a physician. I don't have a medical degree. However, I have worked for a holistic doctor and I have had several patients over the years that I've assisted with reversing their chronic illnesses and diseases. And not just on the menstruation world, but various diseases altogether. Give me one second as I take a sip of tea, please, guys. The tea is so good. And I'm not just saying it because we made it, but it's so good. And it doesn't even have sugar in it. But if you want to add a natural form of sugar, you could do dates or date syrup or a raw agave. That will be my alternatives and my go-to for the healthiest form of sugar. You can also do monk fruit if you have access to it. But again, guys, reversing illnesses has been my thing. Reversing diagnosis has been my thing because if you go into ancient history if you look into the medical industry herbalist and naturopathy has been around for centuries it has been very helpful it is how people back in the day were able to live to 100 years old easily with no issues you got to think the chemicals and the things that we're putting in and on our body is hindering us and is causing our lifespan to not be as long the average american lives into their 60s that is still relatively young. You still have several decades that you can go in order to get everything that you feel like you deserve in this lifetime. And I apologize for those that are online. My nose keeps itching. Let me use some sanitizer. I apologize. Um, just want to practice safety and uh, uh, best hygienic practices. So I apologize for that. 
It's a little chilly where I'm at, believe it or not, coming into late spring. So my nose keeps tickling and I apologize about that. So again, I am not a doctor, but again, I have been able to reverse my own 10 plus chronic illnesses. I have helped several patients, family members, and even the individual that wrote the forward to this book. I am going to read the forward before the end of the season. And if you do come to any of my workshops, that individual will be there and also be assisting with giving their story and their journey and how it has really helped them really reverse all the issues that they had with their menstrual cycle. Tip number seven, avoid foods that are processed, have added sugars and salt. These ingredients and methods aid in developing inflammation and PMS symptoms in the body. So I mentioned earlier about be mindful of the foods that you eat. You need to read all of your nutrition labels. It is on there for a reason. They are letting you know what ingredients are inside of that dish. But also, when you read your ingredients, the first ingredient that is listed on that list is the ingredient that is most prevalent in that item. So it goes in descending order with who, what ingredient is most in that item and trickle down. If that ingredient starts with salt, um, high corn fructose syrup, any type of sugar, a chemical name, especially if you're reading, you're like, what is that? If you instantly have to ask, what is that? That means that it's probably something you should not be putting into your body or that you can't take a lot of. There's a lot of foods I mentioned before that are banned in the United States. Uh, I'm sorry, that are banned in several other countries, but the United States still continues to give it to our um, citizens. Why? Because if you continue to consume those things, that's eventually going to lead to sickness and illness. Therefore, hospitals stay paid, doctors stay paid, pharmaceutical companies stay paid, and it's just a consistent cycle. There's a form, a famous uh, dye. I want to say it's like red number 40, um, something along those lines. But it's the red dye that's in most candies. So Skittles, Starburst, Sour Patch Kids. Um, it's in a lot of drinks. So like Kool-Aid, fruit juices, um, apple juices, things of things that you would think that they're feeding the kids in grades K through 12 or through daycare that is beneficial and is known that it directly is connected to multiple cancers, heart disease, stroke infertility but yet we still consume these things and it's not that you're not um privy to it that they're not telling you that the ingredients are in that item that you're consuming we're just not reading the labels to know like hey this is not good for us so maybe i should not buy it again guys i mentioned sugars if you're going to put sugar in your body um i try to say limit the intake get the natural sugar from seeded fruits but if you do want to add sugar um like for instance if you're making lemonade and you want to add some sugar in we recommend again doing dates or forming date syrup by getting dates and water and blending it up um you can also do raw agave nectar um but yeah, I know people that do like raw sugar cane, that works. If you want to do honey, for those of you that are not vegan, um, actually raw honey is actually good for the body. But if you are practicing a vegan or plant-based diet, honey is not vegan. Just FYI, you need bees to produce honey. Bees are an animal. <laughs> so therefore, honey is not a vegan or plant-based item. So things just to consider. Number eight, decrease your caffeine intake. 
Eliminate food, beverages, pain relievers, or supplements that contain caffeine. Caffeine increases estrogen levels, which activates PMS symptoms due to a hormone blockage, narrowing the blood vessels. Therefore, that increases inflammation. So caffeine is not as beneficial for your uterine health as people think. So if you drink coffee every single day, if you're consuming a lot of sodas, you got to be mindful of a lot of facial products consume um, or contain caffeine. So you want to be mindful of the amount of caffeine that you are putting into your body. It will cause a lot of inflammation. It will cause a lot of bloating. So again, inflammation is what's going to activate your cramps and we want to avoid that. So be mindful. Even if you do consume caffeine and it's something that you're not ready to give up, be mindful of maybe not consuming it two to three days leading up to your cycle so that your body has time to digest and absorb it and then kind of excrete it. Um, whether that comes out through your urine, your feces, sweat, um, it has time, saliva, it has time to excrete um, the actual caffeine so be mindful of that even if the previous month you had an excessive amount of caffeine it can take up to two cycles for that caffeine to affect your menstrual cycle so be mindful of those things guys so things that you do one and two months um like for instance we're may in the month of may things that you possibly did in March could still be hindering your cycle in the month of May. It can literally take up to two months to have a full effect and lingering effect on your body. Number nine, helpful tip. Number nine, focus on taking deep breaths when you feel the pain emerging. Breathing exercises are essential for cramps. Take a deep breath in, hold for three seconds, and then take three seconds blowing it out or exhaling. Repeat until the pain decreases to a manageable level. You will see like in Lamaze class that um, when they first start teaching you how to breathe when it's time to have a baby, those breaths works the same for cramps. And some people might be experiencing pain and think it's cramps, but it really could just be the your actual uterine shedding during the menstruation process. You can feel the shedding. And some people misconstrue that pain from the shedding with the pain of cramps. So you want to be mindful that you're doing breathing exercises. So just inhale for three. So hold at the top. Then exhale for three. And repeat as many times as needed. Guys, it works. Even if you feel like you need to take more breaths in, you can do inhale for five, hold for three, exhale for five. If you feel like you want to do more, inhale for seven, hold for five, exhale for seven. Do what works for you. Play around with it and see what works for you. You can also do your research and develop other techniques that works for you don't be afraid to research on your own guys that's a that's a bonus tip that i just threw in the mix don't be afraid to research on your own the information is out there just make sure you're getting it from a reputable and legitimate resource helpful tip number 10 be mindful of how frequently you are changing your underwear the sweat and bodily fluids retained in the material aids in your overall vaginal health i recommend eliminating underwear when you feel comfortable and you will notice that when you allow her to breathe, you will experience less negative menstrual symptoms each month. 
All right, guys. So this is a big one. I know you're thinking, you don't wear underwear? <laughs> I don't. And I'm very vocal about it and I'm very honest about it. If you're somebody that's younger, um, watching this, so if you're start, you started your menstrual cycle, but you're between the ages of maybe 12 to 18, this might not be the best information for you. But if you're an adult, I'm going to recommend it. Um, only because think about it. If you get up in the morning, Let's say you get up at six o'clock in the morning. You have to be to work for eight. You're up and moving and in the car by 7 a.m. So that means by 7 a.m. you already have on underwear. You then work from eight to five. So that's really nine hours because you're working the eight hours and then you have the one hour lunch break. Then you have to drive home. So you might have traffic. You might have things going on. You get home. Then you might need to cook. You might need to clean. You maybe want to do some research. Maybe you got to do some last minute work. There's something that you want to get into before you actually take your shower. Before you know it, you can have that underwear on 10, 12 hours before you change them. So all day, all the sweat that you've been having, maybe you went to the restroom and you didn't wipe as good as you thought that you may have wiped. You might have had discharge throughout the day. Maybe whatever's going on with your body, maybe your pH balance is off. Maybe you were sweating a little more. Um, maybe you have hair down there. Maybe you don't landscape. Maybe you wax that, you know, a couple of days before and it's causing you to um, maybe sweat a little more because you have everything in an enclosed, confined space when you're sitting down in your chair. So just things to think about. Those bacteria or that bacteria that has been developing through all the day is sitting there seeping where your vagina is held at all day long so imagine you have a piece of material against your vagina all day and it's just tons and tons of bacteria as time goes on you know bacteria multiplies as heat the temperature changes especially heat bacteria multiplies um so you want to be mindful of those things so getting rid of your underwear will eliminate those things now, you might feel more comfortable once you've tested out different menstrual hygiene products. So maybe the disc or the cup that you may be using, you make sure like, OK, I don't have any drippage. So I feel a little, little bit more comfortable. Now, there are things now um, out there. Shout out to like Vagesty. I believe the period company, they actually have period panties. So if you don't want to wear a menstrual pad or you don't want to do a tampon, there's actual underwear that you can wear that absorbs the blood and the sweat and the things that come about. So you could possibly do period panties and then wash them or get you a couple of different pair throughout the time that you're on your cycle but I personally gave away and gave up on underwear a long time ago um <laughs> the only time that I may wear underwear is if the month that I noticed that I was a little bit heavier on my first day so maybe I did a detox the month before or when I changed my workout routine I noticed that can change my flow a bit so if I'm a little heavier on the first day than my traditional cycle then I might wear underwear while I work out because I know if I'm doing squats, if I'm jumping, if I'm doing things, I just want to make sure that I am protected. But 95% of the time, guys, I normally just wear like black <laughs> or dark color bottoms while I'm working out and I'm perfectly fine. I still don't really leak or anything or have any issues. But again, for me to stop leaking or to have stop having like discharge, uh, like really like random discharge um, or things of that sort, that was once I had experienced the full healing process through wound healing, um, started noticing that once the chemicals were being thoroughly excreted out my body, which was about year three into me doing these case studies, is when I noticed that I was most comfortable 
comfortable without wearing underwear and not having any issues. So again, that's a tip. It's not something you have to take, but I do want you to be mindful of what those, what your underwear really goes through on a day-to-day basis after you've been maneuvering all day long. There's even people that after they work out, after they get off of work, they'll go work out and still wear the same underwear that they had on all day that they worked out in. So that's additional bacteria that's added on. So just be mindful of those things. And if you still choose that you do want to wear underwear, you're like, girl, that's not me. I don't want to just go commando. <laughs> then maybe consider packing extra pair of underwear with you. Maybe halfway through the day, if you notice that you're sweating, especially in the crease lines, you know, like if you stand up after you've been sitting down and you have like just that little line of sweat in the creases, then you might want to go ahead and switch out your underwear then if you feel more comfortable still wearing underwear. All right, guys. So let's go to helpful tip number 11. Do not forget to stretch. Partaking in yoga moves for a minimum of 15 minutes every other day can help decrease cramp pain and other PMS symptoms. Fluid movement like dancing or serenading your divinity in the mirror and showing absolute love for yourself is essential. Love on your body, guys. It is very crucial to um, increase your mobility and stretch. When I wrote this book, I said 15 minutes every other day. If you can do 15 minutes daily, that's great. Or even five days a week, Monday through Friday. But every other day is a great place to start. In my yoga practice, as I said a few years ago, this is what I was practicing. Now in my present day, I do yoga six times a week. Um, every single day uh, in my workout routine because I work out six days a week. Um, I will do a workout on the, on the seventh day when I'm feeling like, hey, I'm too tense or I just need to get some movement going. And that typically is only yoga on that seventh day when I do do the every single day. But I still consider working out every day because I go for a walk and a run and I do a lot of stretching. So technically it is every day. But during my hardcore workout, um, Monday through Saturday, I will do a minimum of 30 minutes of toning now and after that toning and that bodybuilding or that cardio I always get 20 to 30 minutes minimum of yoga for instance yesterday for an example I did 56 minutes of yoga sure did the best stretch ever a stretch a pop of the wrists and the back and the hips and the knees is so beneficial but going into those positions even if it's a beginner level intermediate advanced those positions are very helpful with stretching your uterus stretching your stomach area stretching that region will be beneficial for your pms symptoms and for your actual inflammation that you're experiencing during your cramps. I will drop in the description of this bio the yoga teacher that I follow. Shout out to Ariana Elizabeth with Bright and Salted Yoga. She has an amazing YouTube channel. She's also on the MAD app, but I will put her information where you can look her up and see what you may align with. But um, she has a plethora of free YouTube videos that you could date back to several years ago, a few years ago, up until present day, but you can even filter it out for five to 10 minute yogas, 15 to 20 minutes. If you want 30 minutes or more, if you want to focus on um, if you have an injury like um, sore wrists, backs and necks, you have that issue. If you want to focus on sleep, if you want to focus on mobility, if you want to build glutes, 
she even has actual videos for cramps to help uh, decrease menstrual cramps. I think it's like three videos specifically, I know for sure. So I'm going to leave her information in the description of this episode. The 12th helpful tip is eliminate all forms of chemicals and toxins from entering your body. This includes the food, beverages, toiletries, household items that you are currently utilizing. Even if the ingredients show a small amount of chemicals, again, reading the labels, a small amount over time will lead to a larger problem such as a diagnosis or chronic illness. Just think about there's certain toothpastes that contain a high amount of fluoride that your body doesn't need that much in on a daily basis. Um, a lot of chemicals as well. So if you've been using that same toothpaste because your mom used it and your siblings used it and your grandma used it, you've been using it your whole entire life. By the time that you're 35, swallowing little amounts of that chemical over time can lead to a chronic illness because it's the buildup of that chemical or toxin in your body over a significant period of time. And remember guys, disease just doesn't come out of nowhere. It takes a buildup. Even if you get like the common uh, flu or cold it's a already um virus that's circulating so that once it enters your body it could take a day or so for it to really affect you because you could be around somebody that was sick on a friday and you might not feel sick till monday because again it could take time but when it comes to chemicals and the chemicals that are being stored in your body that normally accumulates into something that is going to be um, a hindrance to your overall health. So be mindful of those things that you are using. I'm going to shout out to Garnet's Garden. That's who I get my toothpaste and a lot of my natural toiletry products from. If I'm not using them, um, I do make a lot of my own products now. I have a list of different vendors I have used in the past that's in this book. But when I do update the volume two of this book, I will give um, my insight and my ingredients that I use for the natural products that I choose to put on my body. But I will um, leave Garnet's Garden information in the description of this bio and give you our discount code where you can go in and get products at a discounted rate on your uh purchases so and then our last helpful tip is helpful tip number 13 do not quit i'm going to repeat that do not quit this is not an easy walk in the park but it is definitely worth it there will be times when you want to give up but overcoming the obstacles will supersede the desire to quit Stay disciplined. This is not an easy journey. I'm going to repeat that. This is not an easy journey. So you got to be prepared for it, guys. And it takes focus and consistency to achieve it. There's going to be times that you fall off. There's going to be times that you get discouraged, but you have to get back up and keep going. If you need to take a day or so to regroup, to get yourself together, there's nothing wrong with that. But you have to be consistent with your practice. That's how you're going to see real results. The time to become the best you is now. Take full accountability of the information that you will acquire and use this information to your advantage. Once you overcome the obstacles of transitions, everything will be a smooth evolution. So guys, those were the helpful tips listed in chapter one in Energy's Formula 
to kick cramps as a blueprint to naturally get rid of menstrual cramps. So I just want to recap. We did go over the helpful tips for today. I want you to sit on that. Let it resonate. Um, in the meantime, let's definitely talk about our events that we have coming up. So Saturday, May 13th. In LA, it will be at the LA School of Comedy. Dignified Menstruation is hosting their celebration of menstruation event where we will be giving a mini workshop on how to kick cramps ass and also vending our products. This includes our goddess box full of all the goodies that we use. We have our cramp elixir, which is our herbal tea blend. We have our crystal cola tea diffusers that we will have, our infusers, I apologize, that we have. We have our goddess bath body potion that's going to be helpful for when you take your soaks. We're going to have giveaways so you can get a menstrual therapy package. You're going to be able to get the book and our bookmarks that we will also have for sale as well. Our Crystal Garnett bookmarks, if you can see on the video, Spotify and YouTube showing everything up. But that, again, will be on the 13th of May in L.A. And then on May 28th, which is for Self-Care Sundays, that's actually Menstrual Hygiene Day. But at Queenum Cultivation, located in Las Vegas, Nevada, we will be hosting the actual Kick Cramps as workshop, the full workshop. It will be giveaways. We'll have refreshments. We'll have our tea on deck that you can sample. It's going to be so much great information, so many great gems that you're going to be able to take away and be very beneficial for your menstruation journey. Guys, if you have any questions or concerns, feel free to comment to this episode. You can also DM us on our Instagram at kickcrampsass. You can also send us an email at contact at kickcrampsass.org. All right, guys, be sure to like this podcast, save us, subscribe to us. You can subscribe to our website at kickcrampsass.org. Subscribing to us, it will give you a special gift towards future purchases and it allows you to keep up with our news any resources that we have for you guys we want to make sure we're giving you the education that you need our monthly blog that comes out for flow fridays is going to be available through there um and then you can also just keep up with everything that we have going on all right i definitely want to give a good old shout out to jj cicero for the banging banging intro guys i love 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 what she put together be sure to check her out if you would like your own branded information i'll put that also in the description of the bio but there's not anything else guys i just want to send you a very very happy menstruation monday we want to manifest a positive productive and peaceful not only day week or menstruation month, but just a menstruation journey and all together. And we'll be talking to you guys next week. Peace.